This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Champagne ain't no face, ain't no name. Drop that, drop that, drop that, what up, 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 we had some technical difficulties, man, so we're going to jump right into it. No intro music, no pleasantries. You know what it is. It's been a minute since we went live. We're streaming on Facebook. We're streaming on YouTube right now. The number to call in is 760-695-1106. Call us in the queue. I see that you're there. My dog, Shaking Bake, going to be joining us yet again. It's been a minute since my dog been on, so I'm putting that number in the Facebook. I mean, in the YouTube stream, Facebook, I'm about to put it into the stream there. Um, like I said, I see the callers in the queue. Don't hang up. I see y'all. So before we get started, the topic, damn it, we know what the topic is. We talk about Colin Kaepernick and the 52 fake out. We recapping that, that tomfoolery that went down. We can also talk about Mason Rudolph getting bopped in the head by Miles Garrett. We can also talk about Lamar. We can talk about NFL stuff, but I know the majority of the show, we got to discuss Colin Kaepernick. So let me go ahead and load up everybody that's in the queue. Five four nine zero four two by two was good. You on the ball hawk show? We live. That means it's uncut. It will be some profanity used by the callers. It is what it is. Unlike Molly on first <laughs> when I moderate, I sit back and I don't talk unless somebody asks me a question. So when you call the show, you are the star of the show. If you're looking at it on, on YouTube right now, I know it's been a minute since I went live, but you could call in and be the star of the show because I'm just the moderator. I make the platform for just the average person in the barbershop to talk, they talk. So uh, whoever want to get started, man, you go ahead and get started. Talk about what you want to talk about. Let's get it, man. What's up? T, what's up, man? What's, what's up, dog? Hey, what's man. Who else we got? Who else we got? We got T in here. Who the, who, who the other two? Five? Huh? Players rep. Oh, my dog. My dog, the players rep here. And, and who else we got? Veil. Ooh, it's been a minute since I talked to Young Belly Veil. Yeah, got some heat on here today. We got some heat, and we got more coming up here. There's more people that want to call, I know. So I guess we we should just go ahead and talk about Kaepernick. Am I right? Why why, why wait? Why wait? So who want to start it off first, man? I see Bean just called in. Let me leave. Oh, no, that's Darian. Darian on. So – 
uh, go ahead, T. Go ahead and start us off with the Kaepernick, man. What was your thoughts on the 52 fake out? Uh, it was a whole lot of it was a whole lot of BS from the league as far as the waivers and uh, them wanting him to sign, and they they didn't want any kind of transparency with it. Um, so I get where Cap was coming from as far as why he wanted to move the location and have his film team also film the the work. Um, and it's basically just so he can say, y'all can't edit this out. You know what I mean? Like, y'all can't mute me right now with my film team. If my film look different from your film, I know you're trying to hold me back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so I think I th- I'm, I'm not mad at Cap for, for moving it or nothing like that. I think I think his principles, his principles always outweigh him getting back in the league anyway. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like he just wants to make a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just, just to show y'all, they still trying to hold me back in, in one form or another. So the workout, the workout being on a Saturday, that was whack anyway. All right. Because the team got, you know, every team got game on Sunday and Sunday and Monday. So realistically, nobody really thought that all the teams was gonna show up for Kaepernick anyway. Now they said they said twenty five teams showed up. That's what they said. In, in yeah. Atlanta. That's what they say. I don't know how true that is. Like I don't, I don't see twenty five teams going to Atlanta and not going thirty minutes out of the way to go see the man work out after you came that far. I mean, All right. I mean, to me, the numbers, the numbers don't add up. Okay. Who? Anybody? Anybody got? Anybody want to rebut or anything he said? Want to add? Who? Who I'm up a, next? I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna tag on that. Um. Oh boy, where do you start? I think more so it's kind of like a way of trying to control the narrative on both sides. Yeah. So I feel like it's already working toward the NFL's favor that everybody's talking about it in a negative way and everybody's falling into it. Like, see, we put this hand out there for him. We let this carrot sit out there for him and he didn't take it. He went and did his own thing. Like we thought he was going to do. So now you got everybody saying, well, he should have just went. He should have just went. He should have just went. And then you got some of the, so you got, you're kind of appeasing all the Kaepernick haters. And then now you got some of the, you got the sports media that's going to back with, from what I've been seeing, has been back in the NFL you know what I'm saying, as far as when it comes to tiling on to Kaepernick. But um, I do have one question for you, Hawk, because that's, that's one thing I, that's been kind of bothering me, right? Josh Gordon didn't play Um, how long? Like, what, what, was, the, what was the break between when Josh Gordon um got, you know, got kicked out of the league or got suspended indefinitely and came back? How long was that, that, that span? Uh, I want to say at least a season and a half, something like that. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Let me pick it up. Go ahead. Keep going, though. Because my thing is, there's already tape on Kaepernick. You already know the man's been working out. You know what he's capable of. The man that took, went to playoffs and damn near won a Super Bowl for you, for the um, San Francisco 49ers, right? He's had two seasons, Darian. 2015, 2016. Okay, so two seasons, right? Man been out two seasons for smoking weed. They just went off on his tape alone. Nobody knew, but they was able to go ahead and try to get him and try to bring him in. 
he's only, I think it was like six games that he actually played that one season where he was like leading the NFL in receptions and yards. But you can't go back to the same tape with Kaepernick, even though he looks Mm -hmm. like he's been in shape. He's going to tell you he's been in shape. Like, honestly, for me, if I were Kaepernick, if I were Kaepernick, I probably wouldn't have showed up at all. I mean, he probably could could have showed up if he would have got screwed over, but he should have broke up the fact with Tate. They're basically saying he didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? They they the NFL is taking it as that he didn't show up to our workout. He did his own thing. So they basically saying what you just said, what you was implying, like he shouldn't have showed up. They taking it as mm-hmm. he didn't show up because he went to an alternative location and he didn't. You know, and I don't think he signed a waiver um, working out there. He didn't, right. he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't sign a waiver. waiver. Yeah, so that, no, that's why I kept quiet the whole time about that. Yeah. Then there's another thing too. If Jay-Z's so much back in this, where's the dialogue between Jay-Z and Kaepernick? I think I know who's going to chime in. <laughs> yeah, this is all waiting for him. So uh, how's everybody doing? Hope everybody's well. This is Robert T., the players rap. Now, there's so much to this to unpack, so I'm going to go slow with it. But particularly when I talk about how this all played out and why they did what they did, that's the first question. Saturday, obviously, most workouts in the NFL is scheduled for Tuesday with the scouts and GMs. With most players, that's their actual day off. Pretending to be on a Saturday, telling Colin Kaepernick where he had to do the workout at. Um, again, like I said before, the NFL made a calculated business decision. So when people have personal feelings about this, I definitely understand why. So I'm going to talk about Kaepernick's side and the business side of the NFL, what this is really about. So for Kaepernick, who basically uh, felt like he's been done wrong and things like that, the NFL wanted to say, you have to do this workout this day, this short amount of time, because we want to basically show you how we want to help get you back in the league. Even though it was short notice and Saturday and it wasn't typical protocol, the NFL made a calculated decision when they brought in Jay-Z and people don't remember Meek Mill before the season started with Robert Kraft and his love affair with 18 million followers on Twitter and Instagram and things like that about criminal justice reform and all these different things. Pertaining to the season, when the season started, they had a concert beginning of the season, NFL 100. They had Rhapsody, uh, Meek Mill performing. And since then, you had a couple of T-shirts that Jay-Z put out since then. People in the industry started talking about, where's this Jay-Z at? Where's going on? Where's the criminal reform? I haven't heard anything about Malcolm Jenkins. Nothing about the players' coalition, yada, yada, yada. All these different things the NFL said they're going to do initiative-wise. Now, when it comes to that, the calculated business decision that the NFL made was that most African-Americans who – in particular, stop watching the NFL. When they said this event was going to be in Atlanta, well, one, who lives in Atlanta? Two, when they said that for that exact reason, they was thinking that Jay-Z and Meek Mill would basically recoup the actual fans that Colin Kaepernick had prior to and left. That has not happened as of yet. And for that reason in itself, the NFL had to do something to save face pertaining to something. Now, when it comes to Kaepernick's legal responsibility and situation, basically if Kaepernick was to take that event or take up that offer, he would essentially be basically allowing himself to have the dictate. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right quick, Bob. Somebody got some background, man. Um, if you if you if you're in a car or something, bro, just mute your uh, phone until you're ready to talk again. I'm trying to figure out who it is. Nah, that ain't me. It ain't me, Hulk. Oh, yeah, it ain't you. Hold on, man. Man, who phone is that? Let me see. Let me. There we go. Let's stop. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so now with that being said, is that when he was he signed that actual waiver? It's not just a waiver from, you know, well, you get hurt, get injured, you're responsible. He basically was given a word, his term is called indemnify. 
meaning holding harmless. So basically he's saying if he did that workout, that no one at that workout that came there would be responsible to offer him employment and wasn't saying they're going to offer employment. And the fact that they wouldn't offer him employment, if, if, even though the workout might have been something where it caused him to get injury or look bad, he would not basically take suit against the NFL or anybody affiliated with the NFL associated in that actual event. So essentially he would have shut his entire actual potential lawsuit case down with one pin before the workout even started. And that would have put them out of the actual window in that situation. So once again, it, it, it's a situation where if Kaepernick, like most athletes, unfortunately, don't read what's in the actual contracts and in, in, in between the lines, then you set yourself up for failure. However, now to my other point with this situation, the NFL is a private entity, owned entity. So at the end of the day, there's 32 owners that literally have a business model that's set up to, at the end of the day, do its best for their business. Any athlete that thinks that they care one way or the other about one man in particular, they are sadly mistaken, will be mistaken going forward. The one thing is Kaepernick, he could have did the workout that he did the way he did. But from my standpoint, when I talk about business, sports is not a game, sports is all business. You cannot tell 32 billionaires once the workout is over to stop running and stop being scared. And, again, the reason why I'm making this statement is for athletes that look at this and watch and young athletes going forward and coming up, there's a way you conduct yourself in business. If you want to be an activist, you can be an activist. But like anything else, when you go to work in that actual business you work for, the person that signed your check, you in no way, no how, no shape in any other employment field are going to tell the person that signs your check, stop running scared, and you've been ready, and basically put them under the spotlight where at the end of the day they have to acquiesce to what you want. Again, there's ways to go about doing your business professionally. Now, from that standpoint, I'm not going to be the Stephen A. Smith of the world because the fact of the matter is I don't believe in, uh, what do you want to call them, studio analysts, people who never could do what Cap do, to tell him why he do what he's doing. He don't really want to play. I feel like most analysts nowadays and what we have in these conversations is about getting their likes and, and their followers based off arguing with people that they couldn't do what they do. It makes absolutely no sense. I put out a podcast today saying, Thoughts and opinions don't matter, which, including mine, do not matter. But perspectives and facts matter a whole lot, and everything in is that. So the fact is, if a Kaepernick to not do the workout and do it way he did it, fine. Put your narrative out there. But then he messed that up by going back there and made it when he came out there with the Kunta Kinte shirt. you got to understand, man, there's a time and a place for everything. And so when the NFL has said what they said and they leaked it out that Jay-Z was a part of this, that is the whole point. Jay-Z and Meek Mill was a part of the NFL business strategy to recoup the actual fans and stop watching the NFL based off of Kaepernick, which hence wanted them to have Kaepernick get a quote-unquote shot to come back. However, for them to do that, they wanted to make sure they didn't go back to another potential lawsuit from this situation and then have themselves going back to court to have to do another settlement with Kaepernick. And then that is the facts. That is the perspective. That is business one-on-one. And so for those that are continuing to watch the saga, things of that nature, he will likely not be back in the NFL anymore because of all the things in the negative light that brings to it. And the NFL was hoping to have that cake and eat it too by bringing him back but not have him to continue to create friction in between what they want to consider as the, the number one game in America. So here's my question, Robert. Where is the, where is the dialogue if if – between the two camps, that, that's that's my whole thing. Like you, you I hear everybody else speaking for Jay Z and speaking for these other people, but nobody's right. coming out and saying anything. And even if it's they were to Jay-Z talk, plays. like they don't play football. This is where I think that, again, the NFL is not interested in regardless of what people think. 
of having a political or having a social injustice campaign. The only reason why they mm-hmm. stepped foot into this in the first place is because of the situation with Kaepernick taking a knee and all of the cameras and spotlight that came along with it. That was just yeah. to say, like, hey, this is what it is. You don't hear or see Meek Mill doing anything outside of what Robert Kraft or the people in Philadelphia wanted him to do. You don't see Jay-Z doing something outside of what the NFL or anybody else wanted them to do. Those are the guys that they wanted to put forth. But, again, it was a mistake or miscalculation by the NFL thinking that a lot of African-American people only focus on and care about music, who can dance, who can sing, and talk about justice reform. At the end of the day, I'm an African-American man. I first want to tell you, at the end of the day, probation and justice reform means don't get yourself locked up in the first place. I'm more interested in you that than how to get out of it. So the fact of the matter is, is that if you basically going to be someone that's going to do business with the NFL, it's not really a dialogue. It is their privately owned business that they pay their employees to do what they want them to do. And it is set up to basically continue to have cheap labor to fall in a certain line. That's why a lot of their contracts are already slotted. And they move on from you. They're not interested in making martyrs. They're not interested in making you, the athlete, bigger than what they quote-unquote shield is. They're not interested in having you basically make yourself be bigger than what they are. And for yeah. though any athlete that thinks that they're ever going to do that, they'll be sadly mistaken. But it's not just sports. It is corporate America. And so for athletes, again, and why I speak the way I speak regardless, because I really want young athletes and young up-and-coming people in this business to understand what this is all about. I posted something the other day, and I don't know how many of you guys follow me on Facebook, but my company, Pre-Post Game, in 2019, which is what now, in the history of sports, I helped create the only African-American operating and owned sports representation agency in the world. You're not going to hear Stephen A. talking about that. You're not going to hear First Take talking about that. The fact of the matter is everything that I say and that you guys see that I post, you think people like me? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to make but I'm not interested in friends. What you can't argue with is hey. the dollars and cents. And the fact is, hey. that when I operate as a business, you can't dispute what I'm saying because I'm not taking and making it a personal attack on you. I'm talking about what's best for the actual interest of the actual athlete, and no one can dispute that. It would be bad for their business to say, hey, you as one that generate, create, grow the revenue, and but yet you don't know how to own, maintain, and, and grow your own. I've created that for a 21-year-old African-American owned and operated. So when right. I say I just something that's never been done in the history of the planet, you can't really talk to me about business in the NFL about certain things that I've done right in front of their face, right in front of their lawyers, right in front of the NFLPA, and all they can sit back and say is, damn. So when I talk about hey. what I'm saying is that from Kaepernick's standpoint, there's a way to go about his business that he could have did it in a way to get things done. At the end of the day, he's not going to have the NFL support him back in the way he wants them to, but he still have a way to go about making the change he needs to by operating as a professional. And that's what we hey, so, do over here. So let me, let me, let me, uh, I mean, cut you off. Let me go back. Let's go back though, to the biggest thing that everybody's questioning to have question marks about, and let's really discuss this. The waiver. What was the language in the waiver that was different than a normal – I know the answer to this, but I'm just throwing out there. Does anybody know what the difference was that caused Kaepernick and his camp to not sign the waiver? It, you know, because like I said, like Stephen A. and those guys on TV, they do a great job of, of doing – you know, 
of feeding the masses, but sometimes they mislead the masses. And I felt like the waiver was tro- totally getting leapfrogged. Of that was the biggest hurdle. Part seven because of you got that waiver is out there that's not that good at quarterback that can play, but yet you telling Kaepernick is not guaranteeing employment. And so the fact is that he's even working out. You got guys that was retired that came out of nowhere, like Josh McCown again, or Ryan Fitzpatrick, or people that left, Matt Moore. But yet you're putting in the waiver that I work out that even though you know you're better than them, you're saying by me working out here, and if you don't get hired, then you ain't going to have no issue with it. And that's mm. what was in the waiver. Even though I'm better than the guys out there. But if you sign this to work you know, out, we're saying if we don't hire you, you're good. We ain't, you ain't going to say nothing else. That's up to us. And that's what is in the waiver that, that would have been a problem. Yeah, basically looking at the waiver I have it right here in front of me, the part seven just basically was saying that if you have an issue with the NFL from this day forward, you have no legal action. Like nobody that exactly. you know, like, like mm-hmm. you signing your rights away if you really – like they put his feet to the fire. Yeah. Not only was it work out last minute and it was no transparency, like no communication between – because usually when it's a workout that's going to take place, I've been through work. Usually your agent get a call be like, hey, on this day next week, we're going to work him out. Can't, is he available? We're going to get you a plane ticket, blah, blah, blah. And you, you work around the logistics. And then you sign a, a physical waiver. Like, if I blow out my knee, you're not liable. That's the waiver you right. usually sign. And looking at this waiver, and I, like I said, for the folks see me streaming, I have it in front of me. Everything looked good until I got to number seven. And so I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, he, where did this come from? Yeah, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman tried to touch on that earlier, but Stephen A. Smith cut him off. They got into the waiver, and, and Max totally disagreed with what Stephen was saying about the waiver. Like, no, this isn't the same waiver. It is a clause in this waiver that just isn't right. And when, when Max tried to get into it, Stephen A. Smith cut him off. Max is serving Stephen A. Shut the hell up, dude. All week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, Max, that's his Max. personal. That's what, his, that's what he does. He attacks people personally yep. going back and forth yeah. to the reporting news and journalism, which the business of it is. That's what it is. And that's, yeah, that's and, why and like, we can't go anywhere. Stephen A. Smith made it seem like it was a normal waiver that everybody normally signs. Yep. And he never seen like, a waiver, but he be and, talking and, about. And remember, he, a couple weeks ago, he was saying the wrong guy's name that was actually playing that week, and then Amar yeah. had to do a show like I tell him who's who. Like, bro, the dude's on the bye week. He's retired. He Max, <laughs> you talking about him? Max. <laughs> Go ahead, Max, Max tried it. Max, Max hey, you know he got that big him. check. He got that big Hold check on ESPN. Hold on, let Bean finish. Go ahead, Bean. Max tried to debate him on that clause, but you know, of course, Stephen A. He he pretty much dominated the conversation. And they pretty much gained up on Max. You know, Woody gained up on him. They gained up on him, but he started trying to talk about it. And I mean, hey, and while we tell the stand, though. And while we're on that, while we're on that dog, because you talk about Max, how they basically uh, phased him out. Just think about this. Me and Bean talked about this off the air. Think about anybody that truly supported Kaepernick from day one, the ESPN that stayed by his side. Are they still there yeah. now? Nope. No. Cause, um, Jamil um, Hill, Mike, and, and Mike Smith are gone. Yep. Mm. See, again, it's not about Captain. It, he's, he's the figure in this. And that's why I went back to my statement about doing things in professional and business. Like, when you make it an emotional situation that are dealing with it really is dollars and cents in this that situation, then they're going to move on from you because you're affecting their bottom line. And that's the point. There's ways to go about doing it, but it's like I said, with Stephen A. yelling, old screaming, and 
people will be paying them more money because that's what they want you to do. They didn't mm-hmm. want to read the waiver. If he read the waiver and said to the media right then and there, like, I'm not going to go do this workout, and this is why, he would have served himself a lot better than sitting there saying, stop running scared, we the people, yeah. Kente Kente, because now you done, like you done lost everybody. And that's what I tell everybody in the situation I'm in now. They don't like me, but I don't go in there and say, you know what, this system is really set up to oppress African-American yeah. situation that and we that was, all the revenue. And that was, my thing about, that's my thing about, that was my thing about Cap, because – I'm with Cap when he doesn't want to sign the waiver and because of the language. I'm with him moving it to a different place. I'm with him just wondering why I was on Saturday. But I just felt like like if if you want to have some type of empathy towards you, you can't come out in that shirt. And I know Max said the shirt doesn't mean anything. But when you when you wear the Fidel Castro shirt and that threw up a red flag, and now you get it another thing. It means something. It means something. And, you know what I'm saying? It's like you 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 got to kind of play the game in that way because you still got your way. You got eight, you got eight teams to follow you to where you at, and you got your workout on, and then you say stop being scared, stop running. I don't like that. I've been ready for three years. Yeah, you basically you threatening them, you challenging them when they just got out of that. They're not going. So again, the fact is, is going back to being professional. It doesn't matter you playing football. It doesn't matter what you do. There's nobody going to work right now, the, tomorrow, thinking that, you know what, I can't really stand my boss how they do, but you know what, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say, knowing I'm not getting that check at the end of the week. You ain't doing it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so don't, don't watch uh, sports and be like, oh, let me do it like this. Sports. No, it's business. It's entertainment. And in this country, the, the order of what gets paid out is, one, Department of Defense, two, is agriculture, three, is entertainment. Which, in particular, like I said before, African Americans, when talking about sports entertainment, generates more revenue than everything yeah. else. Yet, we don't own anything, don't know how the business works, but yet we continue to basically generate and then lose. Because you can't understand. This is how this works. Hey, hey does it feel like both sides, both sides basically created a publicity stunt that both sides don't have an intention of really working together? Yeah, they don't. Absolutely. No. Yeah. I think, I think both sides were that's why I say Atlanta I mean, is the mecca where black people live at. They wanted those black like, people back to buy DirecTV. I feel like um, Kaepernick, he had an opportunity to show up as a football player, and but he showed up as a as an activist, and that's what they that's what they saw. Yep. Once, once he showed up with the Coach K shirt and the Afro, they it didn't make a difference how well he threw the ball. Like you didn't ever right. see, you didn't you didn't really hear Stephen A. Smith comment about how well he worked out. You know what I mean? Right. He just, no, he just, could, he just couldn't. That's, he couldn't get. He couldn't. Get, he couldn't get past what he saw physically, and that's what that's what he focused on. And so, I mean, it just uh, you know, it it was a bad card played by Kaepernick because he didn't show up as a football player. You know, he showed up as you know, I me mean, stop being afraid. You know, we here. You know, once he gave him all that, they just added on to it. And so now, I mean, did, did you watch the workout? I mean, I, he I seen bits and pieces. I, he looked good. I mean, I seen bits and pieces of it. He looked good. You know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah. I mean, like, I, like I had explained to somebody, like I had explained to somebody earlier, like players have individual workouts all the time. Like, I mean, what he all did is nothing new. You know, Yo, saying, what, what he wait, did is nothing new. Like, here's, here's my thing: if they, like when people say the NFL was doing him a favor by creating this workout, blah blah blah. Like, think about it. Why would they do him a favor with eleven? And that's not this whole thing. I didn't team, say it wasn't the about that. Yeah, a team could have brought him in at any time I do that. on right. a Tuesday. Without even asking questions. Without even asking questions. Hey, look, hey, look Hawk, what I tell you earlier, this is the same lead they gave Jamarcus Russell to work out a while back. See, th- th- you just made my point right there. The NFL, you're talking about the NFL, how this went. 
The NFL will let yeah. you beat women, use drugs, sell drugs, run from the law, do this back and forth, do all what you want to do. What they not will not let you do is change the narrative of what their game and their product is supposed to be. Yeah. That is the yep. point. They're not going to let that happen. I don't want to go out of the area, but you say Bill Tyler, you can say whatever you want to say. You can say Byron Allen right now with Comcast. This is corporate America. Kaepernick is a player who is going to age out regardless. So, like I said, it wasn't about him working out for the team. It was about making it look that way in Atlanta, period. They want him to sign yeah. that waiver. That's what it was about. It was one, about that damn waiver. They just wanted yep. to go away. The NFL wanted to but go again, away. But again, it, it, it couldn't go away until Jay-Z or somebody did something. That was the point. It got to the point where everybody, what was going on? We ain't heard or seen nothing since the beginning. And then, yeah, I mean, when the know, workout I came mean, out, well, it was leaked, though. Jay-Z, Jay-Z had something to do with it. But why did Jay-Z say something about it? But if Jay-Z I mean, did I say feel, something about, oh, I'm disappointed he didn't do the workout. See, yeah, that goes to show you again, okay. Jay-Z don't even know the own people he's dealing with. Hey, now it's a dumb statement. Let me cut in right here about the Jay-Z piece. Can we just shut the hell up about trying to include Jay-Z and doing shit happening and doing right. like... I, I already said, did from the get-go. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. I know Thank I'm a black man. I ain't cool and I ain't fuck dancing. I'm just keeping it thorough with y'all. Jay-Z Thank is you. in the business of making sure he carve out his niche so he can become an owner. More power to you. Jay-Z ain't... If Jay-Z legitimately... Got the NFL to do his workout for Cap, then his ass failed because he let them set Cap ass up set with this part okay, seven exactly. of his waiver. So let's this not attach Jay-Z name this because it was some damn tomfoolery. So look, no Jay-Z, you're trying to become an owner. Do your thing, player. That's you. But everybody shut the hell up. That's black. They want to say, would Jay-Z help him out? No, the hell he didn't, dog. If he helped him out, this is a backhanded help out because you almost had this man sign away his ability to demonstrate that it's been a collusion. It would have been absolved yep. of anything. And we, we got to just chill out with that Jay-Z shit. Like, it's, it's pissing me off. Like, but it's not just even It was Memphis Bleak, too. I mean, not Memphis Bleak. I'm sorry. Uh, me, yeah. With Bob I mean, I mean, 2004? I mean, you know how I feel about it. Me, me you talk about it. You know how I feel about it. Everybody keep calling him an inside man, but I mean, how you how we got an inside man that got his own personal agenda? Own personal agenda. Speaking of y'all do know Jay Z is a um, has a sports agency, right? Yeah, yeah. I know that. Huh? Rock, Rock so, so so and so does, and so does Lil Wayne, and so yeah. does uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, and I just said, like I said before, we created the first black owned and operated. Theirs are not black owned and operated. Jay Z Lamar do not know about sports. Period. What they do know is that it's cheap. It makes more money to get athletes coming in with millions than putting guys in the studio. That's what they know. They know that I'm a rapper and these guys like me, so those signings I asked them to because I want they want to take a picture with me, hang out in a concert. That's what they know. That's why the NFL allows those guys to come in. That's why they put those guys at the forefront to be able to do what they need to do. So when Rihanna didn't do the Super Bowl and things like that, well, that won't be Jay Z and that won't be a couple other people in that situation. Because at the end yep. of the day, the same music that you guys listen to, we listen to when you go to a college football game, you know, the trap music they talk about. You hear that music any other way else when, they, when, that, when that school is doing, doing business? No. They don't say nothing about it. But if you do it outside of the stadium when you're making money for them, oh, look at this guy, he's not a professional, da 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 It's business. 
That's why I said, man, everything that we take personal and get all hostile about, like the bottom line is that Kaepernick is trying to get a job from an employer, and therefore you need to know what the job is that they are, that you are applying for and acquiesce accordingly. If you're not interested in that, that is your right, but you ain't going anywhere. And so for those people, again, you talk about how you make change in this league, and I'm going to say it again, first black-owned-operated scenario, own agency where the agent, the kid, He's not paying the agent for three years for something that happened oh, last that year happened. under his own yeah, NFL Rob. PA union. Let him know again, Ross. Talk to him. Owned and oh. operated and 21-year-old CEO. And basically hey. the next year and the year after that oh. where 99% of the other athletes are paying the agent something that happened last year and the year after that, the year after that, he is not. Only time his agent get paid again is when his agent bring more money for him to the table. That's business. This is what this is. So you can continue to grow and talk about want to make change. You can't make change when you basically letting everybody else who are using you to make money basically continue to help make money off of you without you able to sustain your own money. So the fact of the matter is if the same scenario happened with our guy and he plays a game and all of a sudden his body is getting jacked up and, and the NFL is giving him all types of problems, he's not going to be running around begging to play again. He's going to continue to move out his business because that's their business. And this is the way this country is. Let me throw this question out there and I'll let you go, Darren. I just want to know from the folks that's looking in the stream, this is the question to them, and then the analysts, they're going to talk about their, their answer and also discuss what they want to discuss. What would they have done if they were Kaepernick? That's what I want to know from the people in the stream. Go ahead, Darren. Okay. Um, I was going to actually ask if I could segue to something since I got Rob on the phone. But for answer your question, if there's already tape on me and they're able to sign a guy that does that's constantly having a drug problem and didn't play for a year and a half, not going all the way to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't have went. If you wanted to see me that bad, you would have called me for a private workout if y'all really wanted me that bad. It it just the, I already know like the optics kind of look crazy from the jump, but as Rob said, you know it's an employer, so. You know, if the employer wants you to do this, this, and this, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to be employed by the employer. But, I mean, honestly, for me, if I'm, if, I'm, if, if I'm trying to be, a, like I said, an activist, and I know this is going mm-hmm. the opposite way, and they already have tape on me, I wouldn't have went. And okay. I probably wouldn't have my own workout either because there's already tape on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, are, you know me, what you're getting. Me personally, me personally, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I probably would have. I probably would have did the workout due to the fact that I know they're trying to see if I'm a man of my word when I say I'm ready. Okay. So therefore, like, I mean, just to show y'all that, hey, I'm going out here, I'm still working on my game. Like, regardless of y'all might not let me play or whatever, but when you, if you do call my name, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I think okay. that's why the window, I think that's why the window was so short. The turnaround was so short. Like, hey, okay, we're going to give him a workout, a week out. I mean, if you're not ready, if you're not ready to do a workout, then therefore you ain't, you know, you're a little worried about doing a workout a week out from the date that you were given, from the time you were told. And you would have looked bad on, you would have looked bad on tape. And then one of the first things you might have started saying was, hey, y'all got game tape, man. Why I got to work out? Why I got to do this to do that? But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have made that. I, I agree to it. Been, it all the way. I don't want to. I do, but you got to remember, again, that contract, again, it wasn't this, this football thing and this sports thing is not, again, I always say sports is not a game. You could do it if you want to, but once you sign that waiver, they wouldn't let you work out whether you're ready or not unless you sign that waiver. They're not interested if you are ready or not. 
they were interested in taking away whatever other right you had in that situation as the employer and you be the employee. So you could have had a stellar workout. That wouldn't have paid your bills. It wouldn't have mattered. And you couldn't have turned around and said, well, yeah. you know what, they hold it against me. No, you signed that waiver. You gave up well, that I mean, waiver. At the, end of the day, at the end of the day, but he didn't sign the waiver and he still worked out. Exactly. So he should, what he should have did is say, you know what, yeah. I'm going to do my own workout. I'm talking about professionally in a business situation. Get there. Act like you're going to do whatever you do in good faith. Read it. Say, my team has read this, and my lawyers have advised me that this just goes against what I want to do here. However, I still want to show that I'm ready for you guys, so we're going to go over here, and I'm going to work out. I'm not going to go Kunta Kente. I'm not going to say, stop being scared. We've been here. I'm going to say, hey, this is what it is, and then y'all decide for yourself. I guarantee And again, if he was working with me, that's exactly how it would have been talked about and put out there. Not this rah-rah, because, again, the bottom line, at the end of the day, it ain't go anywhere. So when I say because you have a lot of status or a lot of money or a lot of fame, doesn't mean you understand really what you're getting yourself into. And, again, you can have a 1,000 people out there telling Cap, yeah, yeah, Cap, we with you, we stand with you. They not standing with you because Cap, because you play football. They standing with Cap for what he took a knee for. You can't, you got to understand there's different components to this that people want to support Cap or not like Cap for many different areas. Cap clearly don't understand that. And you know, the difference, you know the difference is I mean, cut you off like with Eric Reed because people right. always say, "Well, Eric Reed got a job." Eric Reed wasn't very vocal, like he's not like he's vocal on on social media and stuff, but he he don't. Well, we all know Cap is the, the head of the snake. First of all, that's to get that out there. Head of the snake, quarterback. We know how quarterbacks are viewed in the NFL, but Eric Reed played a game. Like he'll go on social media and talk that that ish, and he may be in the locker room, but. He fall in line when it comes to doing like being at his job. They don't trust and, that and cap. And it says that in the waivers. They say what your job is. You can't just like Antonio Brown might get his money because he didn't violate some of his contract and the type of right. language that's in it. They don't mm-hmm. care if you have you a jerk, you a you a straight part of my friend's a hole. If you're doing your job under the context of which they want to hire you for, Kaepernick right. is does affecting it than their Antonio. bottom line across many different platforms and streams that other people like TV and marketing and advertising are not going to deal with. He's one man. He thinking is about him. They could care less, man. The NFL, people think the NFL is against cap. They could care less. Like I said, they let players that done things way more egregious than cap keep a job. Hell, Greg already threw a whole threw a girl in a bed with like 17 assault rifles. And Jerry said, man, Greg, that guy is great. Right, right. So it's not, it's, it's about literally upsetting their actual business model. And what Kaepernick has done, he's taking it outside of people thinking about the game of football, and that's a problem. And he did it again in this workout. Whether we like it or not, you agree, disagree. That's why I said my thoughts and my opinions don't matter. Perspective and facts do. Mm. That's what the NFL is based upon. It's a bottom-line business. They want him to have the workout, and again, I keep emphasizing, they told him he got to come do it in Atlanta, nowhere else. Who lives in Atlanta? Black people. <laughs> they want their money back. They want they made a miscalculation that Jay-Z and Meek Mill can recoup the people who left the game because of cap, and they thought all they cared about is music and rappers, and they found out that people were more concerned about what cap took a knee for not because he's playing quarterback, but what he took a knee for, and stopped watching because of that. And the NFL is a bottom line revenue driven business. That hey, is it. That is the whole picture. It ain't nothing. I got a question. 
I got a question for you. If Cap defined, so they, you know, remember he had like two hours or so. It was I forgot the time frame to agree to this workout. Just say Cap and it was like, no, nah. How about how about we just say you know, instead of this Saturday, let's do it Tuesday at a location that we comfortable with. Because they know the waiver wants to be involved. They doing on the location that they set, right? The only reason why the waiver was involved because it was a Falcon property, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they, and they had everything in there, so again, all that stuff belongs to the NFL, so they can disseminate it like they want to. They can cut it up, they can do whatever they want. But once again, if it's right. Atlanta, and they hear it's in Atlanta, the people gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Cap, yeah, that's great." No, 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 I got, I got, no, no, we got that. But I'm just, I, well, my thing is, I'm just trying to paint a picture for for people, the viewers are listen, listening and, and looking on YouTube and also Facebook, is that for a lot of folks, they just feel like Cap should have just submitted and did everything. And and here's here's the uh the thing that nobody's talking about, right? Say if Cap do what people are saying, just submit, sign the waiver, go work out, be a part of a team. That first night's on anthem, right? Say Cap stand for the anthem. You we all know it's gonna be another crowd that's gonna come out the woodworks. We do know that, right? I just said it that there's a lot of people that support Cap and go against him for many different <clears throat> reasons that he don't even understand. That's the point. They support him not because he played quarterback, not because he took a knee. They, there's a many different reasons. His thoughts, like somebody's going to get thoughts pissed off. That. Somebody's yeah, going to get that's pissed off. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it don't even matter. And so he's this is somebody's business of employment. They're not taking no chances uh-huh. on that. Because somebody was like, oh, you know, okay. why if, if Cat really doesn't want to play, why is he staying ready? Like sometimes, man, you 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 have that. Everybody has that part of their brain when they feel like. If, if you're spiritual and you're a Christian, God going to make a way. Let me just let me do my part. Trust you know what I'm process. saying? I believe. Trust the process. And then yeah, okay. and sooner or later, if it's God's plan or God's will, and I'm not, yeah, and look, yeah. I believe in God myself, and I'm not trying to mock it, but I'm telling folks, if I want to get back into the league, I'm going to use my faith to make me remain steadfast, pray, work out, because I'm going to show that. Just in case I get that call already. Cap, I mean, really think about this, Hawk. Yeah, think about this. Think about the work, like, you was in the NFL. Think about all that work that you put in from being um, damn near, what is it, AAU or whatever. Think about yeah. going down. Sorry, my, my memory is bad, man. <laughs> I, I ain't started playing football to high school. Stay off the weed. Think about going from, you know, playing as long as you played just to get to the point, just to get to the point that you got to. He got all the way to the Super Bowl. He knows what he's capable of. You don't want to just let that go. You know what I'm saying? But because oh, of fact. the stands that you took, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got to sacrifice something. He drew a line in the sand, and he can't really back. He can't really back out now. Like, dude, he too deep in this is to be like, all right, y'all got me. I really want to play because look, we all assuming we're all making assumptions either way. But this assumption people always make, like Stephen A. You go work out, you would have had a job, or you go work out, and they further prove or, or concoct a, 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 a narrative that you trash. How long did he have that job? How long would he have had that job? Think about that. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like so many assumptions. Are we talking about does everybody got? I mean, I think everybody has a job on his phone right now. If if, yeah. if you mm-hmm. got, they let you go on your job. What you gonna do? 
commercial where they put Venus and Serena and, 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 and Roger Federer, they forgot all about what he took your knee for. They put the commercial yeah. out there and everybody went out the next day and bought the Nike jersey. So, yeah. so through all again. this, yet again, uh, well, all this, yet again, in this Kaepernick situation was being lost in translations, not being discussed, is that he looked good in his workout. And I told folks, it don't goddamn matter because it was against air. If he looked good, he's supposed to look good. If he would have looked bad, you know some trash because you was looking bad versus air. So I told folks, he he's not a typical quarterback. That's like taking Lamar Jackson through an open workout. You're wasting your damn time. You can get a true evaluation for a quarterback like Cap and Lamar Jackson when you put their ass behind the line and say, go, the rush coming. Do something. Throwing, throwing on air for a dude who completed less than 60% of his pass for his career doesn't do me jack. Run some sprints. Do some agility drills. Let me see your legs. You've been doing legs or upper body. Let me see that. Pause. I, ain't, I don't care what you like. Come on, man. We're talking about Kaepernick. When somebody say he's doing a workout, he's throwing? For what? Boom, you're not known for throwing. Yeah, I got a, I got a great question ready? for all y'all. This is going to mess your mind I got, up. I got real. a question. Okay, I'll wait for yours. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, let me go real quick. Let me go real quick. Y'all say Kaepernick. And, and now, again, just, just hit this out real quick. Do you, do you think the NFL um, is in love with the fact of who Russell Wilson is? And I'll, I'll answer oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, 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 I'm in the NFL, who is happened to be an African-American quarterback who did not get drafted in the first round, wrote his own ticket, married Sierra, doing all these different things, ambassador this, ambassador that, happened to be African-American, which now you have Lamar and Kyler Murray and, and all these other guys that's running around. There's a play. Hell, RG3 should have a job right now. What I'm saying is um, that yep. by the way Russell has done Ravens. his due diligence of being a professional, like I told you, NFL is a bottom-line business. They don't yep. care if you white, black, yellow, or green. They care about what you bring in to the table for them. If you Man. do that, they will get out of your way, and they will actually push you to the forefront. And Russell ain't going out the way, shucking the job, doing that great. He's doing what Russ Dangerous does. He is model, he is marketed, branded. He runs stuff. Hey. He owns a team. He's the, the highest player in the league. He told the Seattle Seahawks, y'all going to give me my money before now, or I'm not doing it. And he went the right way. He ain't got no problem. Oh, no man. To that man. So, he's strong on this. He did. So what I'm saying he's is, again, understand the business that you're in, you can go far in this. And like Ultimate I said, how you go about doing it, it's already hey. done. Here's the reason that African-American okay. quarterbacks have basically been moving forward and get to the forefront now in that situation. Okay. It isn't because hey, the NFL wanted to go black all of a sudden. He produced it at a level of professionalism. That others had not. They had that ring already, too. Hey, they gave you, you a tape, and, they in there. State, and it wasn't there. They gave you whoa, a tape, whoa, whoa, and it was blank. I, I saw the blitz package. Don't throw Cam in there. So, they, they, they get Cam ass out of here. Because Cam yeah. acted a fool when yeah, he had the opportunity to do what he did, and that's what I'm trying to say. There's a blueprint for this. 
And now hey, you see Dak doing what he's doing. Dak man, when Cam acted a fool, they took Dak, it wasn't about Dak. black and white. They took they took the Oikios commercial from Cam on Tuesday and gave it to Dak on Wednesday. Sure did. Dak took that so thing and ran with it. Salute to you, Dak. My point, and he's still running with it. So what I'm saying is that you gotta understand, man. The NFL, like any other organization, you can say about this is it. It's a bottom line business. You got. Hey, I got a question. That you're going you in. We know this bottom line business. Can we change the business though? Can we change the business? Take it back in the building. Take it back in the Can we change the building? Can can like can we change the business? You know, like that. Maybe that's the no, problem. No, can't maybe change business not... in corporate America. That's that's the no, business. Corporate America is something that's not acceptable to me. It's passed for generations. It's hard to change the building when it's passed it's down. Corporate America, man. This thing is deeper than anything you talk about. Any ball you throw and kick is corporate America. So you got to know how to work in corporate America to sustain and grow in it. It's as simple as that. That's why I keep saying yeah. athletes that want to be multimillionaires and be pro athletes. Got to understand it's business from day one. If you're trying to work for 15 years to get to the pros and all of a sudden they're going to give you a check with seven zeros and you don't understand tax code, cost of living, insurance, you screw because everybody in the sun is sitting there laughing, getting ready to take you to the house so you can go play your Madden 2020 when you got drafted. You know how I know? Cause I've been doing this every day of the week for the last 15 years. And the ones that keep ended up broke that nobody talks about no more and ended up out the league, all of Alabama's guys and Chet Richardson and all these other dudes, it's because of that exact reason. And that's why I mentioned Russell Wilson. I got like a curveball. He ain't, he ain't been nothing crazy. He just knows the business. That's all. I got a curveball for y'all. I, I got a curveball. I got a curveball. So, so, so my dog Jeff just threw, just threw goddamn gasoline on this fire. He said that Russell Wilson got the OJ lane. I, I'm going to just throw that out there, and then we get to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. He's safe. He's safe. He's safe. I want to know what the OJ lane is. Making money hey, and not the have OJ to The OJ lane is, uh, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Hey, Jeff, what's that's the OJ so lane? There you, you go. There you go. There you go. You got to add on to Hold on, hold on. You want to want to run around, like I said, like Cap right now, arguing about waivers. Or basically own, be the highest paid player in the league, minding your own business, winning Super Bowls, going to Super Bowls, marrying a superstar wife, and that puts you makes you OJ. Like I said, you can't ever pay hey. certain people because he ain't running around with his hand up in the end on me. He ain't doing stuff. Hey. I gotta say, he's the reason why all these black quarterbacks are getting jobs. We're going to stay on this thing. We're going to stay on this thing. What, what, what do you think would happen in the universe if this took place this season? Stay with me. I'm going to throw another curveball. Russell Strike. Wilson. Hold on. Russell Wilson is the offensive player of the year. Lamar Jackson is the MVP. And Kyler Murray is the rookie of the year. What would happen in the universe if that took place? They're gonna start it. They're gonna start a new rule where you can't scramble or something. You know they had it like they had the Tom Brady rule. No, they're gonna, they're gonna be, they ain't gonna do anything. Gonna be out. What's gonna happen is gonna one is gonna be MVP and then the other guy, the Caucasian running back, gonna be offensive player of the year. So if you, again, White Panther, Christian McCaffrey. That's my dog, dude. That's my dog. That's my team, dude. No, no, but he said, he said, so if if Russell Wilson is OJ, then what is Christian McCaffrey? See, nobody got no problem with Christian. Exactly, Jason Williams. Why nobody got no problem with being a black, white running back doing what he doing? He Bobby Sarah. back in the day. He Jason Seahorn from back in the day. You can't have you kicking these two. 
So Jeff said, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff answered you, Rob. He said, he and Reed said, he said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Russell Wilson is what they want us to be. Before the BS, what did OJ do wrong? So basically, Russell is the perfect model for an African American quarterback. Basically, how Donovan McNabb was. Well, what's wrong with I'm confused. That's supposed to be like a negative connotation. No, I don't. I don't yes, it is. You, it, you, is. it is. It is. It is. It is. I know it is. I know it is. That's my point. That's the problem I got. Because that's what people yeah. say. Why well, is that a problem? Like, hey, get to it, Russell's at acting like you want to do something different. It ain't no other way. It's corporate America. That's what they're saying. We want to have no Muhammad Ali's if people want and it, it had no it, difference it, it, to him though. Yeah. We, do we let need let some me, Muhammad Ali's or do we need more OJ's? Let me say this real quick about this situation. You do realize most African American people that people celebrate usually happen once they're dead, right? Y'all do know that. Yep. All right, yep. so since y'all know that, let me explain something. I'd rather not be dead before I get my name celebrated. Y'all can keep all that. Get your flowers. I'm going to control the narrative. I got another question, too, though. I got to move it a certain way and bring people up. I just said, so what is here's they... the reason why all these guys are black quarterbacks and nobody's talking crazy. Because Russell leading the way. He, it's the number one draft pick last year with Kyler Murray. He's five foot eight and he's black. That ain't because so what do y'all think about Lamar Jackson, then? Lamar change, um, painting his own narrative, basically, you know what I'm saying? He's not going out there Russell like... Russell started all that, people. Yeah. Russell went to the Super Bowl. The Russell did flat. this. Russell did this. Russell's the reason why they look at it this way. That's why I say it again. It's a bottom-line business. When the NFL looks at these quarterbacks, oh, yeah, this and that, and they should make this position change where you say, okay, quarterbacks are white, centers are white, Middle linebackers are white, and they did that because most of those guys are the ones that call the plays in defense because they try to have a connotation that African Americans wasn't smart. That's how Preach. this started. Russell Wilson came and did what he did, and no matter what the situation was, whether he threw the pick, how many people you know get through throwing that pick that he didn't call and then throw everybody under the bus, and then all of a sudden still moving along and doing what he got to do? I get. I repeat, highest paid player in the National Football League. You know what else? You know who's the highest paid player of all time? Eli Manning. You know why? Keep your mouth shut and do the job. You can make Get all the, the things you jokes about Eli all you want. It's a corporate if American. You was a black dude, if Eli was a black dude when he got bent last year and broke his streak. <laughs> right. I know exactly. If exactly. Eli was black, would he have not got drafted by the Chargers? <sighs> Again, there you go. What I'm saying is that God this damn is second pick. You want to make it color. I want to make it about the money. This is why. That's what I miss you, Shay. That's a good point. Shake, 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 so I kind of want to know what your opinion is. And now he has his draft insurance. So I kind of want to go in that, too, because I don't fully understand that side. Yeah. But, 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 great segue. Great segue. Go ahead. Yeah, lost, he I lost wanted, a I, whole lot of money. And what I said when Tua and I was saying to everybody, when you are a college athlete, and they keep saying it's amateurism, but the dumbest thing you can do is jeopardize hundreds of millions of dollars for a hat, T-shirt, banner, and a fight song. I get the fandom of it all. Tua is a one-word name that everybody knows and understands. This is not a business where it's long-term or a career where you can't get injured. The fact is that you had three surgeries in your time in Alabama, and again, for high ankle sprains. 
They seen what you did against LSU. You were still hobbled. The fact that this man put you back out there against harm's way again with 35-7 to 7 is why I said when I said before that he should never on this podcast play another down for Alabama again. And because he did, he may have lost hundreds of millions of dollars because you played seven years in the NFL's quarterback between your first contract and your second in today's market. That's over $100 million in cash as a QB, not to mention from his marketing stand. That was a facts information. Like I said, it ain't my thought or my opinion. So if you, Tua, enjoy playing for Nick Saban in college so much that you feel like you can basically give up $200 million and go do something else and be happy in your life, God bless you. I'm not that guy. <laughs> so people keep chasing around and acting like they got other things they can do and understand that, you know what, he should have did this, he should have did that. No one in this room or anyone with common sense would say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and jeopardize this $100 million and put it all on red tonight. If you do, you need to have you need to have some psychiatric help. And that's keep going on in his actual college with these couple of kids. So, again, you talk about insurance. No, Alabama did not cover his worth in insurance that they could. They never do. None of them cover these athletes in the amount of coverage that they should be covered for. But yet they'll pay mm-hmm. so what is, so that's my question. What is, on go away. On what is the draft insurance? The what is that? Yeah. What is, what is that? Okay. The draft what? The, he he says something, I guess a story today talking about I guess draft insurance as far as So um, you have what you call a loss is L O V and P T D. L O V stands for loss of value insurance and P T D is permanent disability. P T D kicks in when you actually can no longer ever play the game of football again. It is covered by what they call the Lloyds of London. Lloyds of London covers everybody in the world pertaining to an actual insurance provider when they talk about the coverage for these actual what they call products. In particular, when mm-hmm. it comes to Tua, even if he has an insurance policy, which when I say say he has $2 million of PTD insurance, that only equates to the school paying approximately about $4,000. Loss of value means that once you project it at a certain level based off of where you at, the school, it was, you can get insured up to the amount that the loss of value will cover if you got hurt. So him being projected a top five pick, which is about 34 to $36 million in the next year, 2020 NFL draft, that loss of value policy says if he fell past that certain plateau, then he will be able to basically file a claim and collect on that insurance money. However, there's stipulations in this. One, most of these schools do not fill out the paperwork the way they're supposed to the right way, which, again, I always say this is a business. It's a conflict of interest. The school does not want you to know how much you two have been hurt. Therefore, he's now taking painkillers and stuff that can get him hooked like Brett Favre, but they're not saying that. And yeah, again, cause... talking about in college with 100 guys, he's a game-time decision. Oh, I thought, I thought he was a student-athlete. Two, pertaining yeah, to that cause... situation, once you actually have to file that claim and they find that something on that paperwork is not right, your claim can be denied. So the fact is the safest thing that Tua could have did when he came into this year, besides having an insurance policy, is when he did get injured, to sit down and rest and heal his body. That is his decision. He had no business playing the LSU game. He had no business being in there. No, he didn't. And I said that before. That was for Nick Saban doing what Nick And for this, I'll tell you guys this now, too. For this reason, for that reason alone, Alabama will not make the playoffs. So once again, when I say pay the players, no pay, no play, the fact that two is not playing, Alabama will not make the playoffs simply because he's not there. They're going to show yep. you how much they care about Nick Saban in Alabama without their star player. See, that's mm-hmm. the point before. Everybody talking about how, how Alabama is, is uh, uh, not this and not that. The reality is Nick Saban, has ne- the last first-round quarterback out of Alabama was Richard Todd in 1971. His greatest quarterback he ever had was A.J. McCarron and, and, and Greg McElroy. Mm-hmm. But yet, y'all still expect when this man tells you to do something, you're supposed to listen to him. 
This is what I talk about the TV and the narrative, not to understand the business that you're in. Nick Saban, if you're an NFL player or a college player want to go to the NFL, and that's what you're trying to go, do you realize the NFL players ran Nick Saban ass out of the NFL never to return? Because he treats you like trash and talks to you like a dog. You want to get away with that in certain places in this country. Alabama as an African-American is one of them. It's one, it's yeah. one thing about that. It's showing policy that you're forgetting, though. The school doesn't just flat out offer you that insurance policy. They don't if offer the player, you if, if, if the player, if you don't come asking for it, then you not you not even be considered. That's the point. But even if you and, ask and, for and it, we'll, they try to tell you we don't use. we don't we don't even know we don't even know if Tua has an insurance policy or not. No, that's not true. I know, but I can't so he, really say. I mean, oh, he has it. Okay, I'm just saying that. I, 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 I say I know, but got, I can't really say. You got, you got, you got. <laughs> when I say I'm the player's rep, when I say I'm the player's rep, you gotta give us a hot take. I know where all the bodies are. I know where all the listen. When I said before Tua shouldn't play another down for Alabama, I wasn't saying it because I'm I got my feelings inside. I'm not I'm not representing him at this point. I'm saying from a player's it. standpoint, the pros and the cons, the risk and the rewards is what I advise on only. Even if he yeah, had an insurance policy that covered ten million dollars, a top five pick as a quarterback is making thirty five. So I'm going to risk thirty five for ten. Once again. Once again, these people don't care. This is going to get they got a word for. It. It's called next man up. Every one of us have heard yeah. it before. It sounds, yeah, you got it some sounds out, you horrible got some to you the next man up. There's some dudes out there who don't have an insurance policy. It's called the but Negro League. It's, it's, it's apples to oranges. What I'm saying is that even if he had an insurance policy, I'm not saying he did, he don't. What I'm saying is that he don't have the coverage to cover what he has lost financially at this point. If you look at it from terms mm-hmm. like stocks and bonds and mutual funds, if you basically are an investor or things of that nature and all of a sudden you, you basically invest in a stock, say the stock is oranges, like you know oranges come in Florida, that's fine. But if you all of a sudden invest and you put all your money into this orange stock in, in, in Florida and it's January, you're going to lose all your crops, you're going to lose all your money. If you do that knowing that's going to yeah. happen, you do it anyway, you shouldn't be in that business. And what I'm yeah. saying is that these athletes knew coming in what their value Why? was. You going in and out? The next year. Is, is you just going in and out to? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.